Start off with a cough. Hello, we are back. How the hell are we, my millions of loyal fans? Uh, back up in that ass, Kyle McNally, Quiet Taste. I don't know what number it is, 22 maybe. Uh, back with my dear friend, Marky Slick. Mark McDonough's here. Hello, everybody. It's <laughs> a very serious, <laughs> very serious intro. Uh, how the hell are we, Mark? Good. I, uh, I've been monitoring each episode it turns out like uh in terms of demographics more beautiful woman listen to the episode i was on than any other episode i don't know <laughs> oh, if you yeah. noticed that as well 18 yeah. to 18 to 40 and not like <laughs> not old or young but like right yeah, yeah. 18 to 40 range we're talking real hot chicks yeah yeah like in the prime yeah the hottest of the hot yeah yeah exactly like, like cindy crawford yeah you're pretty yeah. much it's like uh like the equivalent of having Ric Flair on pretty much back in the day. Yeah, exactly. You have like a whole new group of listeners every time I'm on. Yeah, and then I lose millions when you go off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's actually not a great business model, but <laughs> No, it's tough. You should start your own pod. Yeah, I know, that's what people have been telling me. <laughs> You'd be swimming in poon. Yeah, well I mean I'm in a committed relationship, so therein lies the problem. Uh, that's the only reason you haven't done one. Yeah, I, I, I my relationship couldn't stand up to that. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I did pretty good. Anytime I've had someone on, it usually does better numbers. No one likes listening to my ass. It's tough when you're by yourself. And you, I try to like record a podcast by myself before you just end up sounding insane at some point. Yeah, it's not my favorite, but <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. How's how's everything? Mark lives out in London. For those who didn't listen to the first time he was on, how's everything? I find that hard to believe that anybody didn't listen to that episode. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we know the hot chicks did. Yeah, uh, no, it's uh, it's actually miserable. So uh, we're in full lockdown since Christmas. We've been so there's uh, nothing open. <laughs> yeah, I've been reading. It's real, real lockdown, right? Yeah, literally the only places that are open are places that you can get food. Every single other store is closed. So are you working from home and shit? Uh, yeah, so I switched jobs. Um, they hired me right before the second lockdown happened, uh, and it's not a job I can do from home because I would just I'm going to be working at a college, but like as a receptionist. And so because they're the system, yeah. So there's, there's I can't do reception from home, so I just have nothing to do, which which is good. I think we talked about this last time. It's good for about two weeks, and then it's an absolute nightmare. Yeah, um, since I moved back home, I'm unemployed now, and it's it is it got old quick. Oh, it's ter- it's terrible. Like, I I've been watching the fucking. I don't even watch the X Files. I've, I've I'm on like season five now. There's like six thousand episodes. I'm on season five. Yeah, I just finished rewatching the entire episode, uh, series of The Wire. Nice. At least that's more normal than what I'm doing. But uh... <laughs> I never watched the X Files either. I was never uh, into it. Yeah, I didn't watch it when it was on, which makes it even crazy that I'm watching it now. But uh, but when I um. When I was leaving my other job before this one, uh, I like I didn't have like many friends there. Like if there's maybe like one, I had like one guy that was my friend there. Um, but I in work I, friends are like fake friends, anyways. Yeah, I know he's a great guy, but like that that was like the only I had like literally one guy I talked to there. And uh, but like I have this thing where I have to send an email out when I leave that like uh, lies and says I. And leaving to play for a professional sports team. Yeah. I don't know why I've decided to do this, but I'm never going to leave a job without doing it. Uh, so when I was in the States at Blue Cross, I sent an email out 
uh, to like the entire company saying I was leaving to play offensive line for the New England Patriots. <laughs> and like, obviously, like I assumed like 100% of people would think it was a joke, but this like one lady thought it was dead serious. And she came over to me and was like congratulating and like tell me she's gonna look out for me on Sunday, like when she was watching the game and stuff. <laughs> oh, poor lady. Oh, I know that's exactly what I thought. I was like, I, I can't even tell this lady that I'm not gonna do it. So I mean, she probably caught on eventually. Um, but like, I was just 28 years old, making like minimum wage, and just <laughs> yeah. leave to play O line for the Patriots at 160 pounds. I was gonna say also for those who don't know Mark as well, he's very tall and skinny. He would not be an offensive lineman. Yeah. And so at this job in, in London, at least when I worked at Blue Cross, I had like people there that I knew and stuff that like got my sense of humor and stuff. At this job, I didn't have like almost anybody like that. And I did the same thing. I sent like a like a department wide email and said I was leaving to play uh, striker for uh, West Brom, which is a Premier League team. And strikers like. Out there. Yeah. So it's like a it's a like like one. Of, I mean, they're not great, but they're in the Premier League, which is their best league. Oh yeah, stri- they got diehard fans, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I don't even know where it is. Uh, but um, and striker is like the most athletic position on the field. It's like, <laughs> like it's like the main guy on the team. Um, and then like so a few, but th- it was like it was like fifty fifty this time. Like a few people knew I was joking, and then I'd had I had other people coming up to me and being like, "Are you really playing for West Brom?" It's just. A- <laughs> Even if you weren't a sports fan, like why would I have worked here for the last two years if I had like opportunity to just like <laughs> at least in, in fairness to them, even though they are great athletes, some of those English soccer players you see, you would never ever think could beat you in a fucking anything when you look at them, you know. That's true, but um, I uh, like have you? But even if you see me like struggling to sit down in my chair you should, you oh, should yeah, put I two, mean, two together and I, realize yeah. yeah i love you but i would not say coordination is your strong suit <laughs> and even like i think a stranger would come to that conclusion just meeting <laughs> you for three minutes you know <laughs> exactly yeah um so i'm basically and then now after i sent the email i realized i'm just basically a crazy person because if you don't think that's like funny you think i'm just like a, like a liar that lied and said I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> at least, at least, like for football, if someone believed that you are like a tall kid. Like you don't, you're not built like some soccer player at all. <laughs> oh well, but I, I, at least I enjoyed it. Oh, I, I'm enjoying it right now, brother. Yeah. Um. So, I do you have? I don't mean to put you on the spot. Do you have a job right now? Or? Oh no, I'm I'm collecting, baby. Oh, nice. Sucking on that sweet, sweet <laughs> government nipples. Well, speaking, I saw you on the treadmill. You looked fantastic. So, hey, liberating, letting them titties breathe, having one at home. My parents got one at home, baby. It's kind of been like prison for you because you're just absolutely ripped right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing so many push-ups. <laughs> uh, yeah, Use we got the out. treadmill. We got the treadmill. So I was like, all right, now I got no excuse. I got to exercise. So I jogged on like a Thursday and then jogged on like a Saturday and not like at a brisk pace. Like I did like a two 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 and a half miles at like a 12 12 and a half minute mile like not impressive <laughs> and then my foot hurt for a week and i was like limping and shit so i'm just like so fat <laughs> so then when i when i was doing uh that instagram video i thought that'd be funny to do the quick instagram thing mm-hmm. and i was trying to so i could look a little cooler film myself at a light jog and i almost fell completely on my face so i had to do it at a brisk walk <laughs> 
uh i just i, I don't know why i just remember this i uh there was like a guy that got out of prison and he was like absolutely shredded and he had this he like released this book on like a home workout plan where you didn't need to buy weights and uh he cut a basketball in half and filled it with dirt and then like taped the top back on and was using that as weights it's just like, dude, you can never go on Amazon Prime and get weights for like twenty five bucks, man. Yeah, or even just like <laughs> fill up like a bucket or something. It's the easiest <laughs> stuff than that. Yeah, but uh, for some reason that's what I was picturing you were doing at home. Yeah, just down in the basement. I can't even like. I have to like listen downstairs like a little. I'm pretty much like I might as well be like Anne Frank, like trapped. I have to like. <laughs> quietly listen and like the second my dad's done with the zoom call I'll run upstairs and make lunch within three minutes before he's furious that i'm in the kitchen <laughs> no i i have to i mean my girlfriend's always on uh always working which is i mean rightfully so but like yeah exactly it's like you're a mouse dude just a one mike is oh. a giant mouse because even like I, everything i do annoys my dad like my whole life if you say like way before zoom and working at home he could be at home at seven at night on like a tuesday and if i'm like getting a handful of cheese its or something he like turns the tv <laughs> up and throws me death stairs like i'm like making a ton of noise so now if he's on zoom if i even think about making a salami and cheese <laughs> he's fuming uh that's i know we talked about a dad last time too but i mean my dad uh, does the same thing it's got to be a dad move when they like they don't want to hear you they just turn up the tv it's insane oh dude i mean he did that my whole life but now his new thing dude i've noticed is like during the week, if I have to run out just for anything, he he doesn't even listen to the question before he says no to me. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, I'm going to run up to the bank. You need anything on bro? Nope. I'm like, all right. All right. And then sometimes, <laughs> like, I'll literally be like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna heat up, like, whatever's in the fridge that my mother made the night before. Or, like, oh, I'm going to make a sandwich for lunch. You want something? And, like, before I can even say what I'm making, nope, nope, nah, nah, nope. It's like, all right. I'm sure you'd like a sandwich if you just listen to the question. <laughs> Didn't you overhear your parents like time and each other leaving the other day? What do you mean? I mean, I listen to them to leave all the time. No, no, but wasn't your mother waiting for your father to leave or something? You texted me. Oh, I can't remember now. Uh, I mean, probably I can't fully remember it. Oh fuck, I forget now. I apologize for wasting oh, everybody's no, time. I, I texted you and said, uh. I was downstairs in the basement and I heard my mother went upstairs to go in the shower and I like could audibly hear like a, like a can crack. And then like I could audibly hear down a full flight of stairs. My dad like gulp, 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 gulp and put down a first brew with like a second chew <laughs> in the shower. That's unreal. I, uh, it was, it was the weekend of the Super Bowl in fantasy. He's not some, he's a hardworking man for the record. But... Yeah. He's not in hockey or anything. Yeah. I, uh, if, if uh, I'll just say her name, my girlfriend should be able, if she like falls asleep, but I need to like come in the room to get my wallet to go buy beers. I am an absolute creep. Too. <laughs> I, Dude. Like I'm like a serial killer. Like, I might as well have a ski mask on, like how quiet I'd be like coming into the room. And if she ever wakes up, it's going to be way scarier if I, if I haven't made a noise yeah. yet. And then once you have like the 12 beers, you come in and you're like at beyond loud. You're like near in the face <laughs> as you get on the bed and stuff and you don't even notice. Always. I took, I took the pillow from under her head the other night by accident. Uh, I'm like the clumsiest possible. I like try to like crawl over. Like I'm, that's not gonna wake her up and stuff. <laughs> uh, man, am I right? Yeah, can't live with us. How was your? Th- what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, um, Tom whoops some ass. He can't can't be mad at that, right? Yeah, I thought. Um, Did you get I to mean, watch it? What time was it on out there? 
Must be like three a.m. It was on. It started at eleven thirty. So yeah, it was done. When it was done, it was like three something. Uh, but my sleep schedule was so messed up. Anyways, it wasn't um, too much of a burden this time. Yeah. It was. It was all right. So the Patriots. I mean, Thomas Ben and I almost said the Patriots. I'm like a also loser thinking it was the Patriots in the Super Bowl. But um, yeah. but no, Thomas Ben and million Super Bowls and like two haven't been interesting. So like in terms of like being a close game. So he's batting like eighty percent at like all time classics. Oh yeah, I mean they, the Seahawks game, the fucking uh, Falcons, the Falcon. I mean both Giants losses were great games. Eagles loss was a great game, even though we lost. Yeah, it was a great game. Yeah, the game against McNabb was a pretty good game with To and stuff. The yeah, Rams that, game was a field goal at the fucking end. Same thing with the Panthers. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. pretty close, anyways. Yeah. So I mean. And every Super Bowl before, like, 2001 was absolute garbage. It was, like, 45-3 to 3 every game. Yes. Uh, Felger and Matthews always, like, go over how bad they were for a while. It was, like, 10 years of, like, brutal games. It was horrible, yeah. They said Dan Sanders, Jerry Rice yelled at Dan Sanders for drinking, like, the night before the Super Bowl. And he was, like, we're playing the Chargers. And they beat them by, like, fucking 30 points. Jaws, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's great. I'm, I, I didn't. I said for the beginning of the year, if the Pats aren't in it, I'm rooting for Tom. I'm a Pats fan first, but if they're not in the playoffs, I'm rooting for fucking Tom. Or if they're not in the Super Bowl, I'm rooting for Tom, you know? Yeah, and I have a I had a pirate tattooed on my leg, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, I mean, I got some friends that, like, hate Tom now, and they they claim they didn't want him to win and all that shit, but I was still rooting for his ass. Call me a sucker if you want. We would have, I mean, come on. We would have kept him if, I mean, he would have stayed here if, if we showed interest. It's not his fault for leaving. Uh, I mean, what I think, I'm more still. I st- obviously, overall, I love Gronk. He won us a bunch of games. He's the best tight end ever. But he kind of fucked us more. He left when we still had Tom for a year, and he didn't announce it until after the draft and shit. Yeah, I know that that was tough. And then he catches two t- touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Which, whatever, he's a great player. I, I obviously, I'm never gonna be like I hate Gronk. Like he was a great Patriot, but he fucked us more. I mean, Tom wrote out the contract. It was. You knew for a year or two him and Bill weren't really getting along or whatever, and it just kind of happened. Yeah, and, and I guess in Gronk's defense, I mean, there's no two people like suited worse to be together than Gronk and Bill. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, the people getting mad now that Tom got drunk is just so funny to me. I He's like out in the fresh air. He just wants like, Super Bowl. It was like the first time he's like been like cool and human in fucking like two decades. <laughs> it wasn't like he was like visiting an old folks home like he was on a boat on with list. just his family like on a fucking boat they were all on separate boats and shit it was absolutely outrageous yeah i, I could like, kill a drunk like, idiot didn't wear a mask it's like it's fucking florida brother they ain't wearing them i hate to break it here oh dude they, you can you can open mouth kiss strangers down there right now nobody would care <laughs> exactly yeah uh but yeah it was hilarious to me and then just i mean like just in general like like you got mad, you're mad that he's drunk at the Super Bowl parade. Wasn't Mahomes a big hero for chugging a beer last year? Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like you said, it's the first time he's been human in forever. And the people, I almost feel like I feel bad for the people that like are online every day saying like he stinks. And it's like, dude, he has seven yeah. Super Bowl rings. Like well, you're embarrassing also, yourself. The national media for like 20 years now has like gone out of their way to like hype up everyone over him. And they still do it, and it's like, just give it up. Like he's just been swinging his dick in your face for fucking ever now. Yeah, it's just sad. Like I, I get, Dude, I like, get. Like when he was going to play the Packers, 
Rex Ryan's on that morning on ESPN. He's like, the fact that Aaron Rodgers is so good and he's only been to one Super Bowl shows you how hard it is to get there. It's like, what about the guy who's been to 10 at nine at that point? He's won six of them at that point. It makes no sense. And then uh, Jameis Winston was there last year. He threw like almost 100 interceptions. He's 30 club. Yeah. And then they were saying anybody could have brought this team to the Super Bowl. It's like, all right, granted, he didn't have Antonio Brown and Gronk, but he had Godwin and Evans. And. They didn't even get yeah. near the Super Bowl. They went like seven and nine or something. Oh I mean, man, the guy Why just won a Super Bowl. Exactly, he just brought Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl and won it his first year there. Like, cut the shit. Give him credit for once. Which I mean, they all do to an extent. But it was like Peyton got hyped up way more than him. Then it was Rogers and Breeze. Now it's Mahomes. They're, they're writing articles already about. I think I actually sent it to you. How Mahomes is like a hero for taking a pay cut. He took the biggest contract in NFL history. Brady took pay cuts for twenty years. Yeah, he was like the, the first major style that I know of. And he took and at least Mahomes in the modern took, era to take pay cuts. Mahomes took ten years, four hundred and fifty million. What uh, what pay cut did he take? <laughs> ESPN's like the way they structured it. He could they could pay his teammates. It's like what? He's in like the second year, third year of his run. Like, how, see if they can pay them ten years from now. I don't know, man. Uh, and Mahomes is great. I he's the future. He's unbelievable. But like Brady's better right now. He's better all time. Like, just why can't people just ever admit that? Yeah, it's just, I mean, some of it is just to, to, to drive content, but I think they're all, like, like half the country is still absolutely insane and think that Tom isn't good. I don't know I what mean, to do with those us, people. They hate Bill. They think we should cheat and all that shit. Oh, man. I, yeah, you even, talk even, about, yeah. Sorry, you want to talk about hating Bill. Andy Reid's kid just fucking, like, killed a girl drunk driving and no one's talking about it. If that was what? ever Bill's kid, dude. Wait, is that why the kid I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, he was drunk. And on Adderall, and he crashed into a car, and a five-year-old girl's in critical condition. But, like, the media's been, like, covering it with kid gloves for, like, the whole story for some reason. It came out the day before the Super Bowl. That's bizarre. I haven't even Imagine heard a word of it. that was Steve Belichick. Oh, jeez. Jeez, I haven't even heard a word about that. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, they're not, like, mentioning it on the mainstream media. It's, it's bizarre. And it's like, dude, Bill or Tom, one of them supposedly deflated some balls and we heard about it for like a year and a half it was like the most annoying story ever you couldn't escape it yeah it's just like okay so if we did steal signals and deflate balls it's like does that make tom not a good quarterback it's not yeah. like that's not even performance enhancing things we ran the ball the whole game we deflated it yeah and if we did do that stuff if anything it probably makes bill look worse than tom i'd say because he's bill's the mastermind behind everything oh yeah he's a sicko yeah, he's like as like down to like the smallest minute detail. He's the mastermind. Yeah, absolutely. It's a one man show, really. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just a lot of Patriots hate still going on. Okay, I have something else I thought of that has been really grinding my gears, Kyle. Let's hear it. Let's I, preach on it. Have you? I I know you don't have a kid yet, but uh, do you have? Have you subscribed or got like the free subscription to Disney Plus by any chance? Yeah, yeah, I got my uh, niece and nephew's password. What, what, what is it for, though? Isn't it for, like, babies? Like, what adult has a subscription to that? I mean, I just put it in because I heard when it was new to see what they had. It's yeah. a lot of kids' stuff. It's got all the, uh, it has every one of those, like, superhero movies, though. So maybe that's why. Oh, I guess. But like, imagine uh, being, like, Marvel, the ones know. everyone likes, they have, like, every one of them. Okay. Because I know all a right, lot so of people you... were like, I'm going to watch every Marvel movie. And, like, I saw people tweeting that out. Like, I'm watching them all in order and all the nerds. Oh man, I don't and know. I think it has I... every every single Pixar movie. That was like the other big one. I still think like imagine just turning to your like wife being like, "Honey, do you want to put on Disney Plus and watch like Mulan?" 
Oh, it has like hilarious shit. Like it has recess and stuff. Like shit, we watch as kids. Like, what am I gonna throw that on now at age thirty? You you kind of are like a young um, TJ Detweiler, though. I would yeah, say. Yeah, I'm just gonna go smoke herb and start dying laughing at Spinelli beating someone up. Oh, what I thirty years old. I just missed. I don't know why I called you TJ. You're clearly Mikey Bloomberg. Uh, I messed that Mike, up. Yeah, my bad. No, well, like, come on. I can sing like that boy. Got some pipes on him, if I remember correctly. Can oh. he sing? Oh yeah, he's, he's a gorgeous or, voice. Or am I mixing him up with the Chinese mailman from Arnold? No, they make a good band. No, they could both sing very well, I think. Yeah, but Mike, you can only sing on the shitter, I think, or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, in the bathroom stall. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, you're you're like a you're like a tall version of Gus. Oh, that's brutal. I actually probably look like more, more like <laughs> I look. I look probably more like Gretchen than anything. <laughs> yeah, you're built like Gretchen. That's true. Yeah, like very in shape. Yeah, yeah, you, you look like a female cartoon character. You're right. You built like, uh, <laughs> the lady in uh, Our Real Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Angelina, um, is that her name? I mean, if anything, I look like Crumb, so that's an easy comeback. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that I, I was a little afraid of that show when I was little. To be honest with you, I, the, the, the title was apt. Yeah, there were some shows like that that I like couldn't admit. Like I was. Way more afraid of like, are you afraid of the dark than anyone should have been? Oh, I was terrified. I, because I remember like, uh, you remember like on Snick or whatever, they would have like all the kids sitting on like the couch, and then like I would like watch like right up to the episode came on, and then I would just run away. <laughs> yeah, but then if like you were with a group of kids at like somewhere, you'd have to like pretend you're not afraid and watch it, and you'd be like real afraid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I was always, uh, I was always bad at that. Pretending I wasn't afraid. Oh yeah, I remember. I forget what show it was. I forget if I've even said this in the pod, but I was like a kid, and I like probably like seven, eight, and like something happened on some episode of some like Nick show, and I was like getting choked up watching it. And I remember even <laughs> at like even at like eight years old, my father being like, "Are you crying?" <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "It's a TV show," and I was like, "It's sad. Whatever happened?" Like it was probably like fucking Alex Mack or something stupid. I'm like crying like a baby. Uh, I remember. I don't. I don't know if I was actually crying, but uh, I think it was when Stone Cold got his neck hurt. They <laughs> popped like, like, well, like I, I definitely either cried or came closer. But then they had like a, um, like a montage video, and it was like, I think it was like, I hope you had the time of your life by Green Day or something. It was something ridiculous. Oh, that's for emotional. Stone Cold. That's emotional. It, I'm with you now. It wasn't like metal or something. It was like literally like like Green Day. Like I hope you had the time of your life. And I remember explaining it to my father, and he was like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Especially fake wrestling. Yeah. I just uh, I just want to thank y'all for all y'all put y'all body through. <laughs> That's another guy that you look like. It's still real to me, damn it. That guy's a legend, dude. One of the early viral videos. Yeah, you got a lot of doppelgangers. That guy looks just like you. <laughs> oh, it's still real to me, damn it. Yeah. That's legit you in England. Like, uh, I'm thinking, Vince... I'm surprised Vince never did like kill off a wrestler and make kids cry. He's sick enough to, sick enough for something like that. I think. Well, they remember. Uh, I mean, they can't play it now because the guy died like a year later. But they had, uh, they had the big boss man hanging by a noose in the middle of a Hell in a Cell. Once. <laughs> I don't remember that. I remember he dug up uh, Undertaker's mother. Was it right? Big, big Show's dad. Big Show's dad. Yeah, and he was in a life-size casket, which I find hard to believe for starters. But he <laughs> uh, he showed up with a vehicle with chains on the back and threw the chains on it in front of Big Show and drove away before anyone stopped him. Dragging yeah, he, the casket. 
he wrote a poem and about uh, how Big Show's dad sucked, and then he and then he did that. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, I'm gonna start a big conspiracy that uh, Owen Hart's alive, and Vince just did it for the ratings. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh man. But yeah, I can I, see Vince killing, and then bringing him back like a fucking soap opera, just bringing back a dead man. Oh, the, the crowd would go insane. He'd have to wait till COVID's over so we got a live audience. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When are they gonna have a live audience again? It's, you can't. I don't know how you guys even watch it without it. I think. I think at Mania they're gonna have people present because they're doing it in the same. Uh, yeah. Was it Raymond? Raymond James? Is that what it is? The Tampa Bay Bucks one? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm surprised he's not just like going to all like the states that don't give a fuck over and over and over on a loop. Well, that. That's why he's in Florida. They have like, this, they have like fucking open waters. They've had zero restrictions since March of 2020. Yeah, I mean, from what I hear, it's pretty lawless down there. <laughs> I just read today, Biden said he's they might not let people fly to Florida anymore. It's like, you can't just do that, dude. It's one of the states. <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's unreal. I've seen some article that said, like, they're considering it because there's different strains of the COVID and all that bullshit, but... You can't tell people they can't go to Florida, like and they can go everywhere else. I know they have. I mean, you have to be able to visit Hogan's restaurant. <laughs> exactly with Bubba the Love Sponge. People <laughs> obsessed with Bubba Love Love Sponge. Who me? No, no, not you. Hogan is. He's obsessed uh, well, with him. I think Bubba the Love Sponge is obsessed with Hogan. If anything. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you make a fair point. He wanted Hogan to bury his wife, like. I don't know if this is accurate or not. I literally think everybody in Tampa Bay looks like Hulk Hogan, like in my head. Like even the woman. <laughs> yeah, either that or just like fat and bald. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess so. Just that, it, What's he up to? He can't be in good health. None of those old guys can be, right? Especially their hips and stuff, dude. They're like seven feet tall, man. They, like, and they did destroyed like, their bodies. They like never took days off back then. I know, it's just ridiculous. Hogan couldn't move well when he was like 30. Well, it is hilarious that for like 30 years, Vince got away with the fact that like if you got hurt, you were dead to him and it like hurt, ruined your career. <laughs> so you had to play through injuries. Yeah, you lost your spot. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, yeah. He would get sued so bad now. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, he's still got them listed as independent contractors, which means he doesn't have to give the, like, health insurance or anything. Oh, he's, uh, he's a madman. He's found, like, every loophole in, oh, in the man. system. I love that you guys told me, which I never, like, knew, that that was, like, a thing where it was, like, oh, if you got hurt, Vince, like, thinks you're weak, and he's, like, makes you, like, work, like, 10 years to build your way back up to the top. Yeah, absolutely. He thinks it's, like, something you can control. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's, he's such, like, a psycho, dude. Like, we were just talking about Owen Hart. He literally died in the middle of your ring. And he thinks that, like, guys can't get hurt. Oh, like, uh, the puke guy, when he found out he could puke, and he's just like, oh, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, and then draws. That poor guy's in a wheelchair, too. I know. I've seen him do interviews. He's a very happy guy. Good for him. I know. I couldn't believe it. I would have somebody, like, absolutely blown back of my brain out with a shotgun if that happened to me. But yeah, imagine Vince was just like, oh, puke, come on. He's like, he has that creepy laugh when he starts dying laughing. Oh, <laughs> oh, what a legend. How old is he? He's got to be dying soon. God damn it. Um, Yeah, he's he's like in his 70s and he's like still on the cover of muscle and fitness and say, stuff. Yeah, he's been doing steroids for like 20 years. He's he's massive. He's definitely going to die soon. They said, now I don't, I mean, I, I don't wish uh ill health upon anybody but they said he's losing his vision so they <laughs> this isn't funny it wouldn't be funny if it was anybody else but they said he's losing his vision so sometimes if he's walking to the ring they have to like shine lights in like the walking path so he <laughs> he can get down to the ring <laughs> if that's true he's like on death's door Dude, i don't know if that's true if he ever came out with that music and he starts doing his 
like hilarious walk and he just walks right into the godrail or something like <laughs> like oh, no chance he's waving his arms around he like hits a kid in the front row with his arm that's an extremely dangerous walk too he would be he'd definitely oh, he'd, he'd knock someone out definitely I'm sorry for anybody listening that we're talking about so much wrestling, but I do have to mention one more Vince story. I don't know if you've ever seen this one now. It's uh, the Royal Rumble got messed up. So Cena and Batista went out at the same time. And uh, I think Batista was supposed to win, but both their feet landed at the same time. And it, like, it was one of the times they didn't plan for this to happen. Yeah. And so Vince had to come down and restart it so Batista could win. This is all real. So, so Vince like does his walk out of the back, right? The music hits like no chance. And he comes down and they're, they're just working on the fly here. And, uh, Vince goes to get in the ring and he both, he blows both of his quads and his legs at the same time. So instead of one quad, he blows both of them. So he can't, there's a video of it. It was on a pay-per-view. <laughs> so he, he, like, he forces himself to stand on like two blown quads. You can tell he's like, and, a and crazy he, amount of pain. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like in crazy amount of pain. And he like does what he needs to do. Like he restarts the match on the mic and stuff and then like walks to the back and then like collapses when he gets backstage. No other human being would have been able to <laughs> to make oh, no. that journey back. He's so committed to his business, dude. Yeah. He would literally do like anything. I mean his wife had to take ass whoopings and shit, like he didn't he was always making everyone take stunners for him. Dude, he made his wife sit in a wheelchair for like an entire year <laughs> and not speak as he like basically had sex with Trish Stratus on camera in front of her. <laughs> yeah. I mean that clip of the whole family getting stunned is just as legendary as it gets. Oh man. <laughs> I would and then she through a wall for stone cold when I was a kid, dude. Oh, he's the best. He's got that. I mean, I would never like watch like a USA network show, but he's got, a, he's got that. He's got a you show. Like Crisley. USA. Oh, dude, that thing's still on. You don't like very heterosexual Todd Crisley and his family? <laughs> I was shocked. So I, like, uh, I'm a loser that illegally streams wrestling sometime. And, and I got the U.S. stream. And they had a commercial for Crisley Knows Best. I was legit floored that it was still on. <laughs> dude, uh, it's it was on for like 12 seasons. Who was watching that show? I, yeah, what's the target audience? Because he's like a... Isn't he I mean, like a super conservative gay guy? It's like the oh, weirdest. I mean, he's married with like 10 kids. He's conservative. There's no way he hasn't like sexually harassed some like male makeup artist on set or something. I think he actually got accused for that. If you go on his Wikipedia, I could be wrong, but I think there is an accusation. He got like, uh, he did like what Travolta yeah. does with yeah, the male masseuses. <laughs> the, the old Travolta. Travolta's been getting away with it for like 20 years because of Scientology, the freak. Oh, yeah. You can do anything with Scientology. <laughs> I mean, especially if you're Travolta. Like, even the kid from. Uh, that '70s show got away oh, with like yeah. four, four, like four actual rapes. Yeah, uh, and they're coming at my man Charlie Rose. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think he did something weird too. Uh, yeah, the the Charlie Rose thing was definitely. I don't. I forget. It just what he makes did, me but... laugh because it's like it shouldn't make you laugh. It's not right that he did it, but the fact that it's an 80 year old penis in these articles I'm reading about, <laughs> you can't help but chuckle a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He was uh, just whipping out some 80 year old dong, thinking this like 20 year old to be like, oh, this is my big chance. Oh, Jesus. Well, at least he'd be easy to run away from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. How do you just get beat up? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, um, off the pod earlier, we were talking about Deadspin earlier, me and you. And uh, I, who I, was, what, what was the guy's name the, that worked for ESPN that like showed a picture of his balls to like the, every woman at a bar? <laughs> I forget. There has been a few stories like that. 
there was some ESPN like uh like announcer report or whatever that did it. And Deadspin like Deadspin put it on their website like every Google. day for two years. <laughs> Let me Google it. And like like his the kids and like wife and stuff were like writing them letters, like, Can you stop? Like he messed up. Can you just stop posting this every day? And they eventually gave in and uh I forget that guy's name. Uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm going like right now. The big white he's like a military haircut, uh uh ba ba Rachel Nichols secretly recorded? When was Rachel Nichols secretly recorded? That's oh, that was me. Up. <laughs> I don't know. That's all it's talking about is Rachel Nichols. Oh, God damn it. You, you're going to know exactly what I mean. I'll, uh, I'll find it later and then we'll... we'll uh, I'll... Yeah, but I forgot Deadspin existed until I saw them crying about Brady wearing a mask today. Yeah, that was just... Come on. That's just like... That's just begging for attention at that point. I honestly, I thought they got sold and like didn't like they all quit because some girl got fired. I, I mean, Deadspin's horrible. It's been nothing but a crybaby newspaper for fucking years now. Yeah, I, I didn't I, like you said. I didn't know it existed. Yeah, like I remember it was kind of funny when it first came out, and then all of a sudden it just turned. For a while, it would just like it became obsessed with Boston, and it would just like repost their blogs and be like, "This guy's sexist." And then it just turned into like everything's offensive. You can't say anything, and it's like, all right, Deadspin. I got it. All right, sorry for the the long uh, wait, everybody. Sean Salisbury, remember that guy? Oh, I do. He was an NFL guy. I do remember he got in trouble or something like that. Yeah, he was like an ex player. He, he ended up uh, he ended up suing them because uh, they were, they were talking about it, like literally every day. <laughs> the guy was trying to like Sean go about his life. Doing... Yeah, he, I mean, what he, he was... made a mistake. He got to let him move on. It was like when, it, it, when his downfall was camera phones. Camera phones had like just come out, and he had taken a picture of his nuts, and he was walking around to girls at bars, being like, "Hey, want to see my nuts?" And then like showing them a picture of the nuts. Yeah, like like that was ever gonna work when you're not even showing shaft. <laughs> yeah, there's no strictly nut ladies. I mean, if there are, sliding them DMs, but if not, I, I've yet to meet them. No, there's 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 uh, not a less attractive part of the, the human body than than oh, balls. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good from any angle. I yeah. wouldn't really know how to take a picture of just balls, to be honest with you. With the old school smartphone, we have to flip it backwards. <laughs> it took him a lot of tries. Oh, man. Yeah, ESPN, um, they, I mean, they yeah, they love to get anyone that's like a bigger name than Deadspin. They just love to kill him. Yeah, man. I guess they're punching up, which is good, but still. But yeah, uh... crying because Tom didn't wear a mask. It's like the whole fucking people they celebrating didn't wear a mask worry about that people in everywhere in florida every day and every night i'm wearing a mask well a lot of people pointed this out but like they they flew a bunch of healthcare workers down there to like celebrate them they didn't make any sense they've been tested all season like a million times tested at the super bowl like no one's been tested more than them and if if like should he been wearing it maybe but if that's the hill you're gonna die on and you're gonna write this big long article about it like you're a fucking loser Dude, you don't think he got secretly vaccinated? He was probably vaccinated before the virus came out. He probably already knew He's about it. He's rich as shit, yeah. He probably did. But even, it's just like, that's your big fucking story. Look at all, like, like I said, the guy was being human and funny for once. Did you see him chucking the deuces to Antoine Winfield? Yeah, that was unbelievable. He's like, give it to him, Twan. I was like, okay, Tom, okay. <laughs> He's having such a good time. Uh, yeah. Everybody uh, him, else is just I a spoil spot. Him throwing the trophy is hilarious. I know that that seems very untom like, but uh, Yo, it was uh, it very, very exciting. Yeah, uh, very funny performance. Oh, he he also just like 
he just looks great, like dressed with like a backwards hat and like in a t-shirt. I'm going to look like absolute garbage if I have that up, uh, <laughs> outfit on at 43. Especially after drinking all day. Well, disgusting. Just completely bloated. Did you see he was rocking the knee brace? Oh, was he? I didn't see that. Yeah, he was rocking a knee brace in all the videos. Veteran move. Well, at least I actually, I don't feel as uh, bad about myself now. And then uh, at least he's, he's showing some, some signs of deterioration. I might just start rocking a stone cold knee brace over jeans in the winter, even if I don't need it. See if the chicks well, like it. No, they do. They they definitely do. <laughs> Dude, him wearing it over jeans was always the best. No, it was it was perfect. If uh, I can't even imagine how horrified Rachel would be if he left the house with a knee brace over it, some dungarees in a leather vest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just shave another, my head and become a full-time Stone Cold impersonator in, like, Vegas. I'll tell you another way wrestling has poisoned my brain. Anytime I see somebody in a neck brace, I burst out laughing. Like, <laughs> like you, I'm, yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, real life, though. Like, if I see a human in a neck brace, <laughs> my first instinct is to laugh, which is horrible, but that just, like, 30 years of pro wrestling does that to you because they're always faking it in wrestling, so it's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah, they're always on a uh, walking with a crutch, and then they end up whooping the guy with a crutch. Unbelievable. There's a. All right, sorry. We just keep going down this path, but I got to continue now. There's um, there's one of Kevin Nash in WCW, and he comes to the ring in a wheelchair, and both his legs are up because they're broken. (laughs) And he, like, when it's time for him to interfere, he stands up. And it turns out like the, the two legs sticking out were like paper mache or something, but you got to see him stand up with like holding the fake legs. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, wrestling when we were kids, I don't mind talking about it because it was just so funny. It was. It, it's basically just like like a lot of mentally ill, like forty year old alcoholics. <laughs> like and it was like incredibly like sexual when you like look back and think about stuff. He didn't even like notice it as a kid. Oh, I mean, I got uh, the, the first like time like I was wasn't allowed to watch it was when Sable put uh, the paint on her she breasts. Out, oh, yeah. The puppies. Yeah, exactly. My mother wasn't too uh, oh, yeah. too fond of that. I, uh, and then Jacqueline I got whipped I, her jugs out on a pay per view. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, I know you like that. You sick bastard. May um, Young. May Young whipped out the jugs. Yeah, that was more my speed. Uh, <laughs> May Young. I mean, you want to talk about funny wrestling stories? They put that she was a hundred years old. She was a woman, and they put her through a table routinely. From the, almost from, every week, it was <laughs> from like top robes, from off the fucking jumbo drawn. Dude, she was born probably like in the nineteen tens, and in the nineties, <laughs> she's not even like joking. In the nineties, she was being put through a table like dude, every week. Dude, that thing with the Dudley boys, like they jump off the fucking entrance thing. It's like got to be a fifteen foot drop. And they just Dude. put her through a table. <laughs> like, how did he? Uh, and then, best is that Bubba Ray doesn't even play a character and he still does the crazy eyes and everything. Like, it's like you got this dead 90 year old right at your feet right now, bro. Yeah, he looks like he legit wanted to kill her. Like, he, <laughs> he, he doesn't even, like, he doesn't check on her at all. I, in, like, in the 2000s, Cuban, Mark Cuban went on and they put him through a table and he said, like, killed. It's just like, Man, he was, he was like 40 at the time. I can just picture Vince howling, laughing at this old bitch going through a table every week. <laughs> like, oh, this, like uh, she's gonna die eventually. 
there's like there's a short list of things that Vince finds funniest. Anything with poop, he finds funny. Uh, anything, any, anything with fat people and midgets, he thinks is like the peak of comedy. And then old pushing people in the pool, right? Oh yeah, old women getting hurt, and then finally, though obviously the funniest thing to him is is if somebody's wearing their clothes to push them in a pool. Didn't you say he was like when this was like it's my favorite gag. He he would invite people over just to push them in the pool at his house. I heard him talk about it. He was like, it wasn't. He wasn't even laughing. He was like describing it like it was his passion to, put, to push how, people. How mad you'd be if your boss calls you says you have to get here. You get there, he pushes you in the pool, and he's just like, all right, you can go. Home. No one, <laughs> no one him too. He's like probably like pal, like we've got a big story for you. And then you go over, and he's just calling you over to, just to, <laughs> just to humiliate you. Shane, come look at this. <laughs> you in the fucking pool all right go back home to your family now <laughs> uh incredible um oh yeah and then i was going to mention this before though like when i was getting in trouble watching wrestling i drew a picture of x-pac uh doing the suck it sign and uh my mother wasn't too happy about that i bawled my eyes out when she was like what's this it was like she found like a <laughs> like a gun like a gun in my like <laughs> in my drawer <laughs> I think I actually mentioned it with Wahlberg last week, but uh, I was upset. I was the biggest sucker on earth for uh, like all the fake nude pictures of wrestling girls on like LimeWire and Kazar and all that stuff. Oh yeah, you told me you thought they were real, didn't you? Oh yeah, I thought like I was thought I was looking at Trish Stratus nude. I was like, this is the coolest thing of all time. This is all I ever wanted. <laughs> and now you can like Google any celebrity on earth and type in nude, and Google will just have a million fake pictures. And I'm getting double penetrated. Yeah. <laughs> oh god damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was like a website, I think. It was like Red Hot Divas or something. I was all over that bitch. Yeah, I think uh Diane Feinstein's on that. <laughs> it's like a Lita, Trish Strata showing off the fake goods. Yeah, no, no. I yeah, I remember that. I dude, I even the WWF magazines, like if they had Sonny in them, she's like a complete piece of gob and she's been arrested like thirty five times. But I was obsessed when I was looking. Like even her fully dressed, I was like, uh, like an absolute creep as like a five year old looking at the WWF magazine. They knew what they were doing, and then they would do hilarious like shit that like shouldn't have been for kids, anyways. With like Lita getting like she was pregnant, and then they killed the baby and stuff. Oh, absolutely insane! They uh, that was Snitsky, right? Your boy. Yeah, <laughs> if you uh, you could yeah so for. Everybody that's listening probably stopped watching wrestling by this point, but there was a wrestler named Gene Snitsky. <laughs> Big dumb-looking bastard. He's like the ugliest guy. Like, I'm no Antonio Banderas, but this guy was like like hideously ugly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was monsters, huge. And uh, his storyline was that Kane had got Lita pregnant, and then Snitsky accidentally killed her baby. <laughs> yeah, that was it for months. And his gimmick was just he'd come on camera and go, it wasn't my fault. That was it. It's unbelievable. If you message, like, I'll get off this, just see if I can get a response by the time we, you post the pod so I can put the screenshot um, next to it. But I'll message him when I get off this. He'll respond immediately. <laughs> He'll respond instantly. So uh, I'll message him once we get off this and see, and see if I can get a, a shout-out for your pod. That's hilarious. We used to, I probably told you, but we used to uh, somehow, years ago, we got the guy Peter McNally's phone number who, like, oh. fought Tyson. He's from, like, Massachusetts. <laughs> and we would we would call him all the time, dude, and he'd be insane. We, he would answer every single time. We would call like twenty times a night. He answered every time, and then he got like if he got your phone number, like this kid. So like, my buddy Maddie and his friends got the number first, and one of his friends, Dave, 
like forgot to star six nine or star six seven. Snitsky, <laughs> I mean Snitsky, uh, McNally. And dude, the hurricane, he literally had to get a new phone number. He was up at like college in class and he had like 300 missed calls in one class and shit. The hurricane wouldn't leave you alone once he you got your number. <laughs> dude, that's so is we so called good. him once and left a voicemail because he used to answer and he'd go, gay boy, what do you want, <laughs> gay boy? That's all he would say. And he'd be like, we'd be like, hey, hurricane, what's up, you pussy? And just get him all fired up. So one time we left him a voicemail and we uh, gave him my friend Tommy's number on purpose. We were like, yeah, call me back, you pussy. And we left his phone number. He he called him a zillion times. <laughs> Leaving him like crazy. I was like, Tommy, I'm telling you, these kids aren't friends. They're maggot scumbag pussies. <laughs> oh, man. That's unbelievable. I remember he did like a commercial. Uh, he got a commercial because he fought Tyson. Yeah, the hard yeah, and they, they, and they, they, what do they throw the towel in like 30 seconds in or something? He got knocked out. He took a look at me. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. But he, uh, yeah, he fought Tyson. He got ass whooped. But he has some legendary, they've been all over Boston and stuff. People have probably seen them, but just Google like Peter McNally press conference if you haven't seen them. He's just hilarious. There was a commercial where like it was like Domino's or something. And yeah, it was like, like a Pizza Hut commercial. Yeah, oh, is that what it was? All right, so you know like what I'm talking about. He gets, like, knocked out by the pizza. Yeah, but then a guy did that to him in real life, so he was coming down to a fight, and, uh, like, people just started, like, throwing pizza off his head. On <laughs> 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 the way down to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was, like, Tyson's first fight when Tyson got out of jail, so it was, like, a big... People wanted yeah, to watch it, but he... I mean, he, he was just set up to lose. His dad was legit. He was, like, a promoter in, in Boston and stuff. And a, and yeah, a legit I mean, I think, I think he had, like... A decent record and stuff, but he never fought anyone like Tyson, obviously, you know? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, he obviously beat the shit out of us, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, we actually... Uh, Vested. We're in, I was in your hood Sunday watching the Super Bowl, and we went to uh, Landmark after, mm-hmm. and at like 1 a.m., me and uh, one of our friends is smoking herb waiting for our Uber, and uh, Kevin McBride was there shoveling. He's like, oh, oh, Google... Tom Brady, Kevin McBride, I met him back in 06. I was like, oh, this poor bastard. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, He's the nicest guy. He was always a nice guy. He'd come in and he'd, uh, like, when I worked at Drudge, which was a corner store where Landmark is yeah, now, yeah. Uh, he'd come in, like, literally every day to play Keno, like it was a casino. Like, he spent yeah, a ton yeah. of money. And he was super nice to me. Like, he tipped me and stuff. Like, he was nice like that. But, like, one day he came in, he had, like, had, like an infant child, not like a six year old. And he just put it next to me as I was working. And it was just like, just watch this. And I'm just sitting there with his kid. <laughs> watch and he this. Just, he just goes into the restaurant. And like, I, I, what was I supposed to do if, if anything happened? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. He went down for a sit-down dinner, like just clowned on you. Yeah, no, he, he, he was funny, though, because uh, he, I was in McDonald's one time. He was absolutely wrecked. And uh, this guy also fought Mike Tyson for those people listening. He's from like Mark's oh, yeah. neighborhood. He's right off the boat Irish, but he's from Mark's area in Dorchester. And uh, very nice guy. But I saw him last week at Trouble and Snow. He's big as a house. And yeah, uh, he, is. he used to let people just punch him in the stomach and shit. Yeah, he used to let us like get running starts and punch him in the stomach. <laughs> uh, I was only like 25 at the time, but um, no, I'm just kidding. We talk, I'm talking about like when we were like 10 and 12 and stuff. <laughs> uh, no, but he fought Tyson. He was legit. He was. Uh, he fought for the '92 Olympic team for Ireland. He was in Barcelona with the dream team. He told me. Now, I, actually, I shouldn't mention this, but he told me he 
and the dream team had a fun night in the limousine, but I will not go into <laughs> further details than that. Um, I don't know if he's telling the truth. There's no, the, the thing is, there's no way to, to prove or unprove any yeah, of mean, his lies. By all accounts, the Olympic village is like the best party on earth. And he told me him and uh, Sir Charles had some fun, but um, <laughs> if there's anyone I'd want to have fun with on the dream team, it's definitely Sir Charles. Uh, uh, I he he doesn't drink anymore, Kevin, but he used to drink a, a lot, and he was in McDonald's and Galpin Boulevard, and he was absolutely bamboozled, and uh, he didn't even see me. Not like I'm his best friend or anything, but like he would recognize me as the very handsome kid that works at the corner store. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but he. He like pulled over some like lady and her kid, and he was just like, "Hey," and she was like, "What?" And he was just like, "I beat Mike Tyson," and she she wasn't like she didn't she was like, "Okay, like that's cool," like, and then just went back to like ordering her food, and he was like, "No, no, no, no. like I really beat Mike Tyson," and she was just like, "I oh," she was like, "Congratulations, like I could kill us," <laughs> and then he he sees me and he brings me over. He's like, "Tell her I beat Tyson," and I was like, "I." I was like, I was like, I know this sounds like crazy, like, but he did beat. T- I mean, he did beat Tyson, and she's like, I didn't, I never know, I didn't believe him. Like, I just don't care. Yeah, I just want to get a I, happy meal. I know, I felt like an idiot, but he, he, uh, he was, he was in pretty good mood, anyways. Uh, yeah, legend of the game. One time, uh, you're talking about how he made you watch the kid. This is a kid from my town you probably wouldn't know he's older than us but uh he's just like a massive human and he's like tough he's always getting into fights at the bar and stuff and he lives a few doors up from me mm-hmm. and i'd see him every once in a while and he'd like he'd recognize my face we'd be like hey what's up and we talked here and i don't know him well but one time he was just like hey can you watch my gym bag and i had to get to the bank it was like a sad day the bank was over for like another 30 minutes and he went upstairs <laughs> he went upstairs for a good like 27 minutes <laughs> and I just got like punked out and stood there like a little pussy. I was like, "Yo, oh, watch your bag, sir!" And just like stood there like, "You got to be kidding me!" <laughs> so inconsiderate. Um, I don't that. So did you watch the Super Bowl alone? You watched it, right? Yeah, uh, Shabil was with me for part of it, but then she had like she she had worked the next day, so she wasn't going to stay up oh. till three in the morning. I got but, um, so drunk. That's that's what I mean. I got so drunk by myself, which sounds depressing. But once she went to bed, I really let loose. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. When I was in Hoboken, and uh, she couldn't drink like early on in the pregnancy and stuff. Obviously, she still can't now. But early on, she puts about thirty back a week. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, maybe there's a boxing match. I'll watch this tonight. And she'd be like, all right. And I'd have like a couple of drinks, and then like by the time she went to bed, I'd have like ten vodkas. But I'd be like waking up on the couch at like five a.m. No idea where I was, and she just. <laughs> Uh, and then I always get like, why did you sleep on the couch? I'm like, I wasn't like ignoring you. Oh, like dude, so <laughs> I passed out drunk. There's a difference. Literally. So I fo- got so drunk watching football Sunday. Uh, went out with the boys after one of my buddies hit 20 K on square. So we had to go out after. Oh, wow. And, uh, so we go out, whatever, just have a couple drinks there. Everywhere closed at one. You can't go anywhere. So we go home. And then I got home and just like drunk ate. Like my parents had some friends over. So there was food in the fridge. I ate like the half ton man. I woke up on the couch, dude. I woke up on the couch Monday at like 6 a.m., like legitimately seconds away from pooping my pants. <laughs> and I went upstairs, and my mother was up there getting ready, so I was like, Phew. I had to like sprint downstairs. I woke Rachel up, and then the bathroom in the basement is like the laundry room also, so like there was a winter coat hanging on the door drying, and I just like couldn't close the door all the way, but I didn't have time to do it, so I just like took a completely disgusting poop with the door wide open, <laughs> and her like... 
right next to the door like fire slaves use shields. The half ton man. TLC's gonna be filming a show about you soon. Oh, I love those shows. I can't get enough of them. When you have to, like, they have to like scoot them around because they can't dude, walk. Those people literally like they'll like be like, "Oh, he told me I gotta test my blood sugar every day," and they'll be like, "What?" And it's good, and they like immediately go to Taco Bell. It's like, dude, you had two good days. Like, you think you're gonna lose eight hundred pounds in two days? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not trying to lose five to ten yet. I think, yeah, the, the good thing about those people is they just make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've done – I had a joke on stage about the 600-pound life for a while, but one of the things I always say is uh, the one thing I've learned about the morbidly obese is they will let you down 100% of the time. They are, <laughs> they are not a reliable bunch is the one thing I've taken away from those shows. I hadn't heard that one. I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's like a big long joke. It's, it's so weird with COVID now. It's like I'll probably never do any of my old jokes again because I'll just be so sick of them by the time Santa's back. Any word when Sam's going to be back so you can do a, a show in front of five people? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for uh, socially distanced fucking mics. Uh, no, I don't know. It's like back in Florida and like certain states are having it. Like I see like established comics like doing headlining gigs across the country and stuff, but not, it's like the same kind of places it seems like. I think Jersey's got some stuff going on, and like if you can do outdoor stuff, places have it, but nothing really in Boston except Zoom stuff. I guess you'll be better once uh, when springtime comes around, and maybe you can, like you said, do some outdoor shows. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like this year is going to be a wash the way they're already hyped up. It's just like, let us get to fucking next year, be normal, please. Well, I don't know, man. It's terrible. But uh, yeah, not reliable, those fat fucks. But I do watch <laughs> shows, I can't help it, man. There was one that was like, uh, it was like the two-ton family or something. It was like these three <laughs> three family members all trying to get the surgery, and only one of them qualified for it by the end. And then it's always the same doctor. So they, watch they won. It was a contest. They won. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever watch it? It's always the same doctor. He's like some foreign guy, and he'll just be like, well, why did you gain 700 pounds? Like, <laughs> like what, have you been eating the diet, I said? And like he tried, He's like real, like real straightforward and rude, but he sounds like it like, makes you laugh the way he sounds. He's the opposite of the dog whisperer. He's just like the fat person yellow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they need it. You can't. Yeah, they you need know, it. <laughs> no baby gloves with those fucking hands. Yeah, it's tough love with, for, the, for, the, for the fat community. Yeah, that's what's necessary. <laughs> I know. I don't actually would, watch any of those shows. How I, uh, much trouble would like a personal trainer get in for like tough love to a fat person? Oh, like, I they mean, were like in the gym in front of people, like you fat fuck, like slapping them in the belly and stuff. <laughs> it would go viral instantly. Oh yeah, like holding pieces of bacon over their nose while they do push-ups and shit. Oh, well, making, I think making pig noises. I think uh, the adult corner of the internet might be interested in that. Yeah. Oh, that's fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, so literally, in my notes for what I was going to talk about this week, if I didn't have a guest. Yeah. Dad, watch the Super Bowl getting shit face, running downstairs to poop at six AM, pooped blood for a few days, but now I'm strong as an ox. That's all I had written down. I think we hit most of the talking <laughs> yeah. points. Yeah. I had a, a I we can wrap up here if you want, but no, no, I uh I um I drink like the K cup coffees or whatever they're called, like the curd cups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I drink I drink one every day. Like it's just part of my routine. I haven't got like an a, a store coffee in ages. I um, I got a store coffee today. Like I don't know why I went large, and um, dude, I it was like I've never done like heavy drugs before, but the caffeine made me freak out, dude. 
Yeah, I don't drink coffee. So when I do do, my head gets itchy and shit. Like, it freaks me the fuck out because I never drink it. I was having an absolute panic attack. I was, like, pacing back and forth in my house. I was like, I'm a complete loser. I would <laughs> never have been a good drug guy. Yeah, no, I can... Is my microphone whack? making weird noises? Yeah, it's doing like that. Fuck, this thing sucks. Um, yeah, I don't even drink coffee. Like I said, the times I do, dude, legit, I'm scratching my head. I can't sit still. My legs start going. It's no good. Yeah, you got to be doing an activity. You can't just be, like, sitting down watching obese people on TLC. You have to, like, have... <laughs> Like work to do or something. You get all fired up watching them. <laughs> uh, dude, all right. So uh, I'm getting a ton of feedback from uh, your mic, though. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I think the connection's loose at the bottom. I'll have to fuck with it after. Okay, no worries. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know. You said something. I was going to be like the godfather of your child. I don't know if, <laughs> if that <you> was. <laughs> Is that what we were recording or yeah, offline? Yeah, fine with me. It's me or Wahlberg, I know. So I feel like uh, the Godfather role has gone out the window as people have become more casual about religion and stuff. Oh, yeah, it, it's, it's just like, it's just something for uh, people to fight over at this point. I know Rachel wanted to name Wahlberg as the Godfather, but... Uh, yeah, and name the kid Brandon. Yeah, and your mom was on board with that, so... Oh, yeah, she hates Wahlberg. <laughs> She's like the only one of my friends. She's like, I just get like nervous when you go out with them. I'm like, what? Oh, one of my favorite things that you used to do when I came over was uh, you 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 did this like as a routine. Like it wasn't just me that you did too. You, <laughs> but you'd always say, "This is my friend Spike." When you when uh, you were introducing somebody to your mom, and I thought that was like the funniest thing. Oh, uh, the poor lady's like the nicest human on earth. I tortured her my entire life. No, she's she's funny though. She got it. Oh yeah, and I used to introduce myself to as Spike to people a lot too. That was one of my big jokes around age 18 to 21 ish if i got introduced to a kid i didn't know and i'd be like hey what up i'm spike and i just like thought i to make myself laugh <laughs> i uh this is just another weird thing that i did when i did when i went up to umass to for orientation i was there like two days and you had a weird name tag so it's horrible but um the first day i did mark and the second day i did like josh or something and uh I pretended I was Mark's brother, which is the dumbest thing in the world. And nobody would get that joke because nobody knew me. So it was just for my own. <laughs> no way anyone memorized what your name was the day before. Yeah, exactly. It, was, uh, it didn't go over well. You, they can't all be hits, Kyle. Hey, you're talking to the king. <laughs> can't all be singers. Trying to tell my girlfriend that. What are you, what are you doing for uh, flowers for Valentine's Day? Yeah, we're keeping it uh, low-key this year because we got the baby coming and we're trying to save some money. So just dinner and I'll get some flowers and candy like the hero that I am. Yeah, I've, I've always said that about you. Uh, I mean, complete uh, hero. Complete hero. I think, yeah, I, I, I don't go overboard either. I just get um, get her a Modell's Sporting Goods gift card and call it a night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know why people stress about uh, like presents for the like wife or girlfriend. She gets Modell Sporting Goods uh, gift card for her Valentine's Day, for her birthday, and for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's, got, she's got four footballs in the house, a couple soccer balls. The amount of Spaldings we have is outrageous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's got the pump, she got a pump for each one, too. I just buy her, uh, like, $50 PlayStation online cards. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> Here likes you go, babe. 
She likes, uh, oh, I, I can't, I, I'm so fucking stupid. I can't even think of a video game name. FIFA. She's a huge FIFA online gal. Yeah, I just buy her video games, like Dipset CDs. <laughs> Stuff she wants. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Fishing rods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Have you ever been fishing before? Uh, like deep sea fishing once or twice as a kid, and then like fucking around with my buddies, like out of Castle Island, throwing a rod out, but not like really fishing. I went once out, but I went deep sea fishing with my dad. Actually, I shouldn't say that. One of my friends has a boat, and he has a couple of rods on it, and I've gone out in the boat, and you just throw a line in, and we've caught some small fish, but nothing. Not like a day going out dedicated to fishing, no. You ate it like it was a goldfish. You just gulped it one bite. Yeah, don't tell anyone. It wasn't a keeper. <laughs> I uh, my dad. I don't know. I just my pulled dad the bone out like a cat in the cartoons. I just pulled the whole <laughs> bone out, and the head was still on it. I I've looked under your pillow. You've got a lot of bones under there. But um, <laughs> no, my dad took me deep sea fishing once, and uh, this can be last story if I if I'm keeping everybody telling like stories about my childhood again. <laughs> but uh, the point. I, I think I think my dad like decided that he had to do something manly with me. He doesn't fish. Like I never once in my life did he ever fish. Yeah, we're but we like. Yeah, so he, he, I think he decided, like, all right, we have to do, like, one, like, father-son thing. Uh, and he took me deep-sea fishing, and I was, like, I don't know, 10 maybe? And I caught a catfish, which is huge. I didn't realize that. Or, or was it? Oh, sand shark. No, sorry, not a catfish. You could eat ca- catfish. I caught catfish a sand shark. Catfish on the table. Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. But I caught a sand shark, which they're enormous. I thought they'd be, like, the size of a minnow. And uh, I thought I caught, like, a real fish, so I was pumped. And I was like, rail it in. They're like, rail it in, rail it in. And they're like, oh, it's a sand shock. And the guy just fucking breaks its neck and throws it into the water. Was, Why did he break was, its neck? Because like the, the line got caught in his mouth. And he's like, no, we got to save the line. So he broke the thing's neck, got the line out, and then threw it oh, into Jesus. the water. And that I watched can't the be thing, the way like, you're supposed to do it. I like watched the thing float away from the boat. I was like, this sucks. Oh, that's all. The time I went deep sea fishing, I actually caught a big fish. It was a keeper. We brought it to my grandmother, and she ate his. Oh, that's pretty good. But uh, going to the beach as a kid, sand sharks would come up on the shore sometimes. So I've yeah. seen them. They're big bastards. Yeah, I mean, they're not, not like great whites, but they'll <laughs> to catch on like a fishing line there. They're big. Uh, you mentioned uh, walking in Memphis there. They have the line that catfish on the table. And I've just, uh, I've said this to you before, but I can't think of a, anything worse than waking up, going to church, and then coming home and eating fried catfish. Getting forced to whoop down some catfish. Yeah, we were actually just talking about it. And then I looked it up, and uh, Mark Cohn was shot in the head in Vegas before. <laughs> they were trying to take out the walking in Memphis guy like he's 50 Cent. <laughs> he survived, though. What a beautiful and song. He survived. Uh, make another record about it, and he was fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, do we just end on Mark Cohn getting shot? Most podcasts end talking about Mark Cohn. So. They've got gospel in the air. Uh, I will say, just last thing, if you notice like a lot of like um, models, like supermodels following you on Instagram after this, uh, it would just be because that Mark I was McDonough on. Bump. The Mark McDonough bump, everyone knows that. Yeah, they call it the, the McDonough bump. Um, so if, <laughs> so that would be the McDonough bump. And, and not just for you, like anybody that you've tagged in pictures might get some follows as well. I have a big... Um, Big net. Yeah, yeah. Where, where you go, they go. Yeah, exactly. All right. My microphone's pissed me off, so I'll, uh, All right. I'll let you go out there in London. But thanks for coming on the pod. Hope everyone liked it. Mock will be back soon. I love you all. Bye-bye.